And another thing about the Methodist Church. Oh, oh, we're we're, we're recording. Whoops. Okay, sorry, uh, I started early. Welcome. Hey. <laughs> the Methodists are great. <laughs> there we go. You've got the dummies, Ben and JJ, coming at you with wisdom from the Bible and beyond. This is Dummies with Wisdom. Welcome back to another episode. Our last, we had it, we actually got through a whole series. I'm so proud of us. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't speak too early. We're, uh, we haven't actually finished this yet. Who knows what might happen? The rapture may happen. I mean, I just made a bad joke about the Methodists to start the podcast. So, uh, which does pertain to our topic. Let me just say that. We never claimed, hey, we never claimed that we were going to be good or bad. We just said, we're just putting this out there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> all right our last topic in this series um i don't think it's super confrontational we're gonna try oh to we will up, make but, it confrontational uh, well i mean we can make dirt confrontational let's be honest but uh <laughs> but yeah so the question uh can you be saved and despise hate refuse the church and so we've just seen and even when we've had this discussion within ourselves like going back the to the methodist the is the point here <laughs> sorry <laughs> i mean I, I think the pentecostals you know you know all those guys um but i mean even me and ben i don't think we 100 percent agree when you get down to the you know nitty-gritty of it i don't think we agree 100 percent on on this topic as well but what like what is the purpose of the church and like how should the church look and like all these different things especially with all the resources we have in western culture there's just so there's just so much going on when it comes to the church and like the church building and you know how to run it um there's a lot of people who have you know walked away from the church building itself and they you know but they still hold fast that they're believers and they love jesus and um they still want to do what he's called us to do um and then you have your you know people obviously on the other side you still go to church and like the church is it like their local church is is the body of Christ that is talked about in the Bible, you know, yeah. like there, there's both of those, those extremes. And so, um, I think, but the bigger question is, can you in some way hate, despise the church? And I think we're talking about the church building itself, um, and still be saved. The church building itself. Yeah. Or sorry, the local church. Okay. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I think it'd be kind of, con- that would be very contradictory to say, I hate the church, big church, big C church, God's church, worldwide church. And like, that's like, that would immediately, you could easily, you know, write that one off. Right. Um, But I think we're talking local church, going to church actively with community and that sort of thing. Right. I think, I think drawing the line between the true church and a building that has church on its side, thinking like Lakewood church, uh, Joel Osteen's church. I think you can have a righteous hatred for something that is not truly a church. I think you can have righteous hatred for something that it truly is a church that's doing something in the biblically wrong way, not just your opinion. I don't care about your opinion. It's or is If this church is functioning contrary to the Bible, I think you can have some righteous, I don't know if hatred is necessarily the right word, condemnation maybe. Something That's not the right word either, but whatever you want to call it, you could have 
don't think hatred's bad. Okay. If it's righteous, like if it's rightful, like we hate that that isn't of the Lord's outside of people, you know. Right. And I you know, I've talked to a lot of people that they went to a church and they felt judged. They went to a church and um really disliked the uh the style of music, really disliked the preacher, the so on and so forth. And they um or the pastor condemned them or the pastor wasn't teaching biblically, whatever it may be. And I think that that's, I think it's right. Actually, probably I would say it's biblical for us to judge a church, a local church. If we're, well, even if we're not concerned of attending it, just judging them by biblical standards of, is this pulled into the biblical standards of a church? Um, Now, we're not really necessarily talking about judging individual churches. We're talking about people that say, because of X, Y, or Z, and I think this has become very prevalent with uh, the whole COVID situation of people who yeah. refuse to go to church. They, whether or not they hate it, they might just not want to go anymore. They might not, you know, the, the whole thing of like, well, I can feel Jesus more in a tree stand than I can in the pews. Well, sure. whatever. Yeah. I mean, that might be true, but that's not the point to make. So the point being, <laughs> not not yeah. not not the uh not should we judge individual churches i think we should i think we should be gracious and do it as jesus would or as paul did but aside from that these people that call themselves christians that say i refuse to go to the church because whatever that reason may be essentially i don't like the church is what it boils down to regardless of how that yeah. well, how that is played out but what what do you think of that um so I would say, just to answer the question outright, I would say yes, I do believe that you can despise that you can literally actually despise hate, refuse the church itself, um, and still be saved if you claim to, you know, the standard that Jesus holds. Because I think there's a lot of situations and it's not not that the person is right for hating or despising the church, but there are situations that people have found themselves into that has tainted the church image that has cast a bad light on the church people have had um even like strong believers been put in really really bad circumstances within a church context and so for them to refuse it while i like emotionally can like sympathize with it biblically it's still i don't believe it's still right so but let's i think there is there is grace in that let, let, let's let's change the wording of the question then a little bit to not say that must a person who is saved not hate the church and not okay not so much in the uh, do you have to not hate the church to be saved like is that that is that a criteria of salvation like going into like going into the faith like no do you like prematurely hate the church going into no no i'm saying like if you if you are a believer like again like we we, Mm -hmm. we covered this a couple uh episodes back on what you, what do yeah. you have to agree with theologically and doctrinally to be saved? So with with that whole podcast in mind, because I think we, we would both agree that you can hate the church. I mean, yeah, I think there's right. probably there's yeah. some good reasons people hate the church. Um, yeah, and so not so much is it a criteria for salvation, but can someone who is saved hate the church more in a sense of like, is it acceptable? So. I'm going to say yes for now. <laughs> I'm going to put Stay it out there tuned. just <laughs> to let you, uh, I am very willing to have myself uh, critiqued on that. 
And I say that only, and it's not, I don't think that's a blanket statement either. I think that's very specific. I think it could be acceptable in some situations where you don't have a body of Christ that is truly living the way they should. Um, But I would caveat with that, that you have given proper effort into trying to support and encourage that body of believers. Um, And if it continues to go down that road, that path, that your community is just not, is just not fostering the, the church it should, I, I really would say that if you have a proper community somewhere, I would 100% be on board with creating the body of Christ in another area outside of what we see as right. church. Let, let me, again, kind of hone in what I understood this question to be, because I think we're on different pages okay. here. Going more towards personal opinion not so much a matter of like this church is unbiblical but in like going back to what i said like people are like well the church is judgmental so i'm not gonna go i have church with jesus in my house kind of thing there's very few people that have access to like one church and that one church is bad and that's why they hate that church so going on more the lines of i hate the church and so i have church in my house with jesus which is completely wrong in like just by definition um (laughs) <laughs> um mm-hmm. yeah that, going more that way of yeah probably no um not acceptable um because and i've been in the situation with our family too of poor church culture but instead of backing away from that you dive into it it's hard it is really tough yeah. it really is tough and you're going to be isolated arguably arguably to the point where it's pointless to be at the church. Like it really is. But what I think is so great about that is for one, the Lord, like kind of what I just said a little bit ago, like the Lord is going to give you the, um, he's going to pour into you somehow. And I experienced that. I experienced that when me and my family were very much isolated because of how we view church and how we see church. And we wanted to encourage and help. And there wasn't a reception to that. Yeah. There was, very weird ways that we would get our that we would be uplifted and filled and encouraged um but in that same way we had to go into the belly of the beast really and like just start chiseling away at the rock that was around the hearts of this church of these churches it was it's it's not just been one church and even just bodies of believers but I think just the way I think it's so often that we like those people who are like, Oh, I'm not getting anything from church. So I'm just going to meet with Jesus at my home. Like, that's great. Like, I'm glad you can meet with Jesus at your home, but no one is, no one's receiving anything from you. No one's, no one's being able to take advantage of the gifts that the Lord has given you to pour upon this church. And it might be you that goes and turns that church around, you know? So I think that's, that's the huge caveat with people who, recede from the church because you might just be the solution for that community going with what you were saying about the gifts uh ephesians 4 i just wrote a paper on it from one of my master's classes uh that the whole point of all those gifts paul says is for is to grow the body both individually and as a whole and as the body grows you're gonna grow so as you give your gifts your talents to the church and grow the church the church will grow you Typically. And right, typically. No, my pastor said something about how he said people that are like, Yeah, I I do church with Jesus in my home. He said, 
you are not the church. The church is a community. You are a saved saint yeah. of the church, but you are not the church. Yeah. And I think right. people just twist that all different directions to say that I am the church. But I would I would agree with you, I think, that the the New Testament puts so much emphasis on the church. And I, I don't want to, I want to make clear that we're not talking about that if you're a Christian, you go to the 930 service for the contemporary service and you sit there for an hour and then you leave. We're talking, I mean, being part of the church, you're not just consuming it, you're also enabling it you're giving your gifts to it as we were saying as i was saying about ephesians 4 but you know there's there's churches of all different kinds all different structures there's there's no quote like right way to do church i mean there is but as far as contemporary versus hymns uh which what what your service times are do you have pews or chairs you know all the classic crap there's um whatever whatever way you might do quote do church but if you hate if you hate the church so much of the new testament is i mean acts is the establish establishing of the churches all of paul's epistles are to the church and there's so much there's so much emphasis placed on the church that i think you have a hard time arguing that you can despise the very institution that the faith centers on and claim to be a Christian again. That's not to say that if you're homebound and you don't attend a church, like you're not saved. But if you actively hate the church, you actively despise the church. You had a bad experience, so you refuse to go. You refuse to take part in the community of believers. What does that say about your faith? What is that like? Mm-hmm. If if you are refusing, first off, just the institution that Christ created or the Spirit created, whatever God created. There we go. Just cover it all. Nice. If, if you hate the institution that God created to be the center of our faith, what does that say about your faith in general? Mm-hmm. Because I, I think you have a hard time saying that I have strong faith, I love God, but I hate his representative on earth. So if you, a, a sign of faith, a fruit of your faith is obedience. And how are you to obey all the stuff that is written about the church if you refuse to go, if you refuse to be part of it, if you refuse to give yourself to it, I don't think you can. I think that, but I think that's a lot easier said than done, though. It, given a, like, I think there's there's two camps to, say, the camp of, I hate the church. There's the side that just hates it to hate it, that they don't like having to get up on Sunday, you know, they don't like so-and-so, they don't like the structure of church they don't like how it makes them feel they don't like the methodist instances they don't like the methodist they don't they don't like anybody really um i have no beef with the methodists they're just the ones that popped into my head to start off with (laughs) i mean i do have beef Um, with the methodists but just not in relation to this (laughs) we have a beef with most everybody Um, amen but so sorry um so yeah like there's that there's that side of the camp that they're just gonna hate to hate, and I do agree with you. I think that, and that might be the majority. I would of, say. I think there is a there's a minority, but a solid minority. Either they try, they they have tried, or their experience. Because I mean, church can be nasty. Like believers can be nasty. Unfortunately, like yeah. our and again, oh, yeah. I think it goes back to our last podcast. Like. We are just sinful people. Like it happens. Like right. things build up. Like 
And I think it's easier said than done for someone who, especially with certain personalities, you pour so much into something, um, maybe even know it. Like, you know, this stuff, like you can spit out what a church should look like, like the basics, like in your mind, you're like, I really think like when I look at scripture, I really believe this is how this should work. I think this is how believers should move forward and like give it the community. I think this is how we can mesh and do well. But then you go into that environment and it's hostile. It's dark. It's not unifying. It's not uh, life-giving. And to when you go into those situations over and over again, not that it's an excuse, kind of like I think what I said earlier, but again, at some point, I totally sympathize with someone for just, you just break, you're done. And you go on a hiatus for a while, maybe for the rest of your life. Maybe you're just like, I'm sick of it. And you look, and I think there are there are people that I have met that look for other ways to find community. I would still say they're believers. That's where I struggle with when you have such an awful experience in certain areas of like, okay, is that reflective? Kind of to your point, that's where I, I would say I just don't know. Like, is that reflective of your faith? Is that reflective of that sanctification process? Or is that a outlying event which unfortunately kind of happens a lot so i don't even know if i can say outlying anymore but i I, like can we apply that to our situation and like grow sympathy into that like how 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 does how can the body of christ go and renew a soul like that you know who is just like i've like been forced out almost like not to my own you know not of my own really desire but how many how many people do that with anything besides the church because i if if that was the norm i think you have an argument to be made there but how many times have you had an order get screwed up and you hate the people that work at mcdonald's yet you go back to mcdonald's or you even well it doesn't happen just one time i'm I'm just i'm just saying like and like i don't go to mcdonald's to like work there or to change the organization i go there get my food and leave which, if you're going to church and you hate, you know, church for going, receiving, you don't get what you want, that's its own issue. Like, that's what we're talking right, about. Right, but people, people who say they hate the church, they, like, go in, have one bad experience, and leave forever. When oh, when yeah, they yeah. live in a city of a million people, and there's 87 churches of all different shapes, sizes, and denominations, and because they had a bad experience. And I, I, I feel for those people. Like, I've talked to people who had despicable, like, that makes me hate that church. I don't even know what church they're talking about kind of thing. But we do- well, I would I would agree with you on that, and I would put that into the majority, even if it was a bad experience. Like I would say, just off of one experience, yes, that one hundred percent goes back to your growth, your faith, your knowledge, because you should know better if you are who you say you are, right? right. You should have that knowledge base to know, okay, that's not normal, you know. And even for the one, even for the case I'm making, you still know it's not normal. You still know it's not right. You still know there's something that the Lord wants something better out there. But what I'm saying at some point, I think the human aspect does come into play to where you just get pounded over and over and over and over. I mean, my, I had one, I would say growing up, not that I was in this outline, but if it weren't for a church, when I, when I went to England, if it weren't for the church that I went to England, I probably would have found myself on that path. And even going to Cedarville, when we were doing our church, like search man that took me a long time to like not nitpick everything that was going on because i was very defensive like 
But if it weren't for that church that I just gone to, like I probably would have honestly just said, screw it. Like I'm, I have Cedarville. We get all the, you know, Bible classes we need. We have all, I've got all the community but, I need, but, you know. But I think you could argue that you're, that you are essentially doing the church there because of, that's a whole different subject. But right. A Baptist college a with subject. chapel, with that community, oh, like that bro, is essentially 100%. a church. They argue that it's Dude, not, yeah, but it, don't even give me it, that. That that pissed me off that they were so honed in on not calling that a church. Yeah. I was like, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, so anyway, but, but again, if if you, I, I think if you are living your faith, and I, I again, it depends again, like what you were saying with your sanctification process, where you're at in the faith. Theologically speaking, you can't despise the church. Like you, you get yes. you, you might hate Correct. that church. That church might have screwed you over. That church might have been judgmental, so on and so forth. But if you say, because that church did something to me, I won't go to any church. I won't be a part of any fellowship of believers. I do church with Jesus in my house watching TBN. That that shows that shows either your that your faith isn't real. It shows that you're very unsanctified. It shows that maybe you're just very early in your sanctification. You don't understand the um the importance of the church. Cause I yeah. think, I think you, you can make that definitely make that argument that like, Hey, you become a Christian, you go to a church, have a bad experience. And you're like, ah, I don't need that. But again, I don't like the majority of people are not that there's always an outlier in every theological doctrinal circumstance. And I, I, again, I, 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 I don't, don't want to this outlier. I just feel that this outlier is bigger than normal. Cause I would agree. I would make that same argument for most most topics i just i feel unfortunately in our culture that we live in this happens more often than not i could we could probably have this argument too of like okay well was the church that you went to actually a church but that in the grand scheme of things that doesn't matter because in that person's head that is that is the church like that is what they were going after that is what they're trying to pursue and when you do that again then you go to another place and you do it again you go to another place you do it again and like the same thing keeps happening over and over again that's where i'm feeling not that it makes it right but you can't take the human aspect of that. At some point, you wear out and you get tired. And like that's where I feel for that person. And it's like, okay, they were obviously trying. They were giving their best effort. I absolutely do not like fault them for like just throwing the white towel in. That's not right. So let's fix that. Let's show them what true community is like. Let's give them something to actually right. feed off of. But what's the response then? Is it, I just hate the church. I'm going to do church with Jesus in my house. Or is it... I don't know. Maybe I get a group, you, group of friends okay, together and we went, watch uh, watch a sermon. Because like, I think you could make an argument that though that that's yeah, yeah, though yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. not still fully church. Like you don't have oversight. Like the stuff that Paul talks about, you know, with like elders and teachers and stuff. Right. I mean, I think you can make there, there's a there's a there's something there because you're still making that effort. You're still I, saying I need that community. That's completely different than yeah. I'm going to go fishing right. instead of go to church because I feel Jesus more on the lake. Hundred percent. I think yeah, that's, I think that's sorry. the, I think that's that's the problem saying. is yeah. most people that hate the church hate everything about the church, everything that the church represents, everything that the church is. They don't just hate yeah. that bo- that body, that building, that local, that locality of faith. They hate everything, yeah. and so they right. es- essentially they they turn their back on the faith while clinging to the belief. Yeah. Right. And I, no, and, I, I 100% agree with and that. And Jesus yeah. says, even the demons believe in. No, Paul says, even the demons believe in. Shudder. Mm-hmm. So that, that belief right. means nothing if there's no faith. And faith has to have works or 
faith has to have works not to save you, but because true faith will always have works that accompany it. And if you hate the church, you despise the church and you do nothing to, again, like we don't have, you you don't have to be part of a formal Baptist church, a formal Methodist church, a Assemblies of God church, whatever. It's that community. It's that body of local believers, whether that's 1500 people, whether that's 15 people. And are you, are you working towards what the new Testament says as, as a church? Mm-hmm. Right. If if you have if you get together with ten people and you want to call that a church, if you structure it to have what the New Testament instructs churches to be, cool. That's basically yeah. what the New Testament church was. Now, yeah. just you getting together with some friends, ha- eating some ice cream and cookies, and talking about how your week was. That's no. Right. But if you're actually being proactive, but again. That's not saying you hate the church. That's saying you hate that church and you're doing something instead. And I think that's the slim, I don't even know if if there's enough to call a minority because people that, again, people that hate the church hate its existence. They hate what it stands for. They hate what it is. And they're going to go nowhere near any of that, that entire category. Yeah. So I think are we essentially what we're saying is, Short answer, no, you can't hate and despise the church, but there are right. ways around. There are some things, there are some ways around it, and there are some, like, are, there are very, there's some arguable circumstances of what are the alternatives, you know, especially right. given, like, where you're at. No, I just think at the, at the end of the day, like, find, the, find community, find, um, like find ways to encourage other people to pour into other people to get poured into and be encouraged and send yourself out. And then we'll have the discussion of, okay, like within a church, like structure, like the biblical structure of like what that gives to you and the leadership that gives and the accountability right. and like the, the resources that gives, then we could talk about that. But I think at a base level, I think what we're both saying, like that, those core that that is core to what the church is and needs to be in order for us to be successful really exactly yeah which is why i get so fed up with you know sunday services but that's for another (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i mean like yeah in in that like don't let a bad experience or bad experiences turn you off from the church as a whole there's a lot of good churches out there all the churches have problems and so find find a church that the problems are something you want to correct not something you want to flee from because there are a lot of churches that you that you should flee from oh yeah but don't judge it off it's you know solely off it's sunday shenanigans and what what they do like what they do throughout the week what they do in the community what are they doing in-house where they you know how they handle their finances you know what what are their goals you know like those are all things like you're not just going to church to go there on you know and hear a sermon and sing some songs like you're going there to be a part of a community you know and that's i think that's that's the other big issue with that is not enough people want to join a community they just right. go there to i don't know i don't even know anymore like i don't even know if people are going to make them feel, ugh, themselves feel good anymore like i really don't know well we did we need to do a podcast just on the church and issues we yeah, see within that, it that how, could how be to a whole series second series <laughs> hey that wouldn't be a bad idea we we yeah if we can find a way to like topic that out, we might have to do that. 
Well, I think yeah. I think the number one takeaway from this is um, don't be a Methodist. So uh, <laughs> I'm just being serious. <laughs> or else we'll have a beef with you. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to our mini series. We'll be back uh, next time. We got some uh, listener submitted questions we're excited to get to. Um, so thanks for sticking with us, and we'll uh, see you in a couple weeks. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this podcast of Dummies with Wisdom. To give us comments, ask questions, or submit pictures of other dummies you find in the wild, email us at dummieswithwisdom at outlook.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dummieswithwisdom.